Hello. If you're able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Take another deep breath in. And another breath out. You can open your eyes now. My name is David and welcome to Mindful Moments. I come to you on a sunny day in September. Happy September. Because my school year always started in September, I always feel like September is a new start. It's kind of my second wave of the year. I get a fresh wave of energy, a new impetus. I feel like it's a good time to start something, to double down on the things I'm already doing. I'm not really starting anything new, but I am doubling down big time. It's nice to feel that boost of energy just to see out these last few months of the year. I hope the year's been going great for you so far. And if it's not, I hope it turns around. Either way, happy to be here. It's also very sunny, as I said. And I feel that when it gets to September, people immediately think, time to layer up, time to get the autumn clothes out, the leaves are about to change colours, pumpkins, all of that kind of stuff. But it's a little bit premature. That kind of stuff doesn't happen till later. September always has a couple of weeks of lingering sunshine. Almost the final goodbyes of the last rays of summer, the last wave of heat. I used to love it when I was in school. It was like a nice ease transitioning into the school year. And I love it now. It's like a final goodbye and easing into the autumn and easing into the changing of the seasons. But I do feel fresh, ready, like something's good's about to happen and about to come. Yeah, I really do. All in all, I feel very good. I feel at peace. Which is ironic because today's podcast episode is about anger. In the past few weeks, I've had a few conflicts. All necessary conflicts and good conflicts. I feel that in any healthy relationship, any kind of relationship, familial, friendship, romantic, in any healthy relationship, there is room for conflict. The right kind of conflict. Because it means that there's space for each person to feel honesty. So I've had a few conflicts in the last few weeks. It's made me think a lot about my progress in terms of how I feel and exhibit anger. I think a lot about anger. I think about what it means to me. How anger is one of the most overwhelming emotions It's very interesting how anger can make you forget everything. To be temperate is to be even. And to lose your temper, there's a reason they call it losing your temper. It's a loss of control, of perspective. But it's so easy to do. It's so easy to give in to anger. And I used to do it very often. 
So I've made real progress in those areas, but it's so interesting how anger can do that to us. It's interesting that anger isn't always negative either. There are, there are right times to feel anger. There's a whole phrase, righteous anger, usually at injustice. Yeah, anger is a fascinating thing and it scares me a little bit, which is why I've had to look at it very strongly and not hide from it or ignore the fact that I feel it because it has a lot of power to do a lot of harm but it's something we can't really escape. And it's always very indicative of other things. Anger, emotions are information. So if I feel anything strongly or regularly, it's something that I do try to look at. So I want to talk and think about anger today. That's okay with you. When I was young, I mean really young, six or seven, I used to get angry a lot. I used to get in the car after school and my mum and my dad would say, you've been shouting. I can tell you, you've been shouting. You're losing your voice. And I did. I used to lose my voice. I used to shout so much, I would go hoarse. Usually over football. 99% of the time over football. Even if it was with my siblings, it was over football or a game we were playing. But I used to get very angry very quickly and I would shout a lot. And I remember always being very exhausted afterwards. It would take a lot from me. It would cost me a lot to be that angry. I remember being sat down by my parents one day and them telling me, you need to stop shouting. We want to hear you. We want to see you stop shouting and stop getting angry all the time. It's not good for you. It's not good for other people. And it was a real struggle to do that. But I do remember being angry a lot and being tired a lot and not wanting to be quite so angry, but always losing my temper. I remember one occasion we were with an auntie. And when I say auntie, I mean parent's friend, but auntie, if you know, you know. And this auntie had two children, two boys, and we were playing football with them. And I got really angry and lost my temper. And this auntie up until this point, and afterwards, obviously, but this auntie really loved me specifically. I was a very precocious child. I talked a lot. I was very popular with adults generally. And this auntie really loved me. And I remember her being very shocked at how angry I was. As I said, I shouted at him a lot. And I was definitely in the wrong in the situation. And in the car, my mum said to me, you understand now that she is going to see you differently because she's seen you behave like that. And that was one of the early times that really hit me, how, that I didn't want to be an angry person and how far removed from the person that I feel I am, anger takes me. It was something I realized, and I was very young. I didn't yet have the emotional maturity or the knowledge or the information to kind of change who I was or work through why I felt that way or why I behaved that way when I was angry. So it was very, it was a source of great frustration and upset. I was really upset about it. I remember thinking I'd never want to be angry ever again in my life, which is obviously unrealistic. I think anger is very overwhelming because it's easy. I feel that to be angry is to let go of thought, to truly give in to anger is to let go of thought. When you are really angry, one of my favorite phrases is the red mist. Have you ever heard that before? The red mist came over me. I like that a lot because it reminds me of a red rag to a bull. And it also really sums up how it feels to be very, very angry. A red mist 
coming over you. You can't see anything. You can't really think of anything. You can't see anything but the anger. And it can just very easily take over. It's also a little bit scary how good that feels to give in to anger. When you get angry, to so just do whatever you feel, say whatever you want, because you're angry. I think it's one of those emotions that we make a lot of allowances for. And we understand that being angry can make people act out of character or in the ways that they wouldn't usually because of how powerful a force anger is. I think about being angry and the times in my life when I've been angry. And when I examine them, I realize that nine times out of 10, my anger is covering something else. My anger is covering my shame. My anger is covering my disappointment. My anger is covering my grief. So to get rid of my anger, quite often I will have to deal with an emotion that's harder to go through and harder to examine. I'll have to look at the root causes of what's making me feel the initial emotion, which I'm then covering with anger. And that is a lot of work. Quite often the emotion that's being covered with anger is one that's very difficult to work through in the first place, which is why anger is easy to give into. It's just much easier to be angry at things, isn't it? All of that takes a lot of work. And I cannot say at all that I'm an expert or great at doing that, at least not quickly. It takes a good while. Quite often it'll be in retrospect. And one of the things I'm actively trying to work on to be better to myself and to be better to the people around me is being able to do that in real time, to be angry and look at why something has elicited anger in me. Emotions are information. If I feel angry, my brain is informing me that certain things affecting me in a certain way. And I'm really trying to do the work to make sure that I can analyze that situation before I let that anger go through me and I lash out at someone or say something I don't mean or do something that in retrospect I'm going to regret. I very rarely lose my temper. Not because I'm some paragon of virtue or because I'm particularly good at maintaining control or anything like that just because it's very rare in my life that I've fully lost my temper and not regretted it. I can't really think of a single instance where there hasn't been some level of regret at losing my temper. It just is one of those things that feels so good to do in a moment. But in the grand scheme of things, I always think there's a way that I could have dealt with a situation like that better. Even that itself the desire to lose one's temper or how good it feels to lose one's temper. From personal experience, I could say that as a man, I do believe there is some glorification around anger and losing your temper because so much of traditional masculinity is about power and domination and dominating your environment. I feel like anger is traditionally one of the ways that people show that. I'm gonna stamp my feet and shout and make everyone around me scared and intimidated. And that puts me in a more powerful position than them. But as I've grown older and my views on what I think real masculinity is have changed. I now believe it to be a much more impressive feat to feel anger and to think through that and to not let it control and dominate my next actions. My biggest coping mechanism for when I feel angry is to pause 
I tend to do everything in life very quickly. But when I feel angry, it's a time when I really slow down. I just tell myself, think. Because the main thing that I don't do when I'm angry is think. My thoughts go out of the window and I react. And that's one thing that I've worked so hard on changing. And I have really been able to change myself and want to change even further when I get angry to just think. Because when I think, it's much easier to think or figure out the root cause of that anger. It's much easier to then act in a way that I know is more reflective of me than to just give in to that anger and let that take control. It's also very difficult to do, but infinitely, infinitely worth it. For me, there's a great deal of value in the people around me being able to know that there's safety in being however they want to be, telling me what they want to tell me, and sometimes upsetting me without ever having to fear that I'm going to lose my temper or be angry around them. That I can deal with my anger and process it in healthy ways and always really get to what's underneath it. Anger isn't an entirely negative thing, though. Because it can have very damaging effects to lose your temper and to be angry. It's very easy to think of anger as a purely negative thing. And I don't. I don't think of it as a negative thing. As well as being informative, as I said, and letting me know that there are things that affect me in certain ways and help me to investigate those things. Sometimes it's right to be angry. It's very right to be angry. I think of the times where I felt very righteous anger for a great deal of 2020, for example. And there's so much. There are so many of my thoughts and so many events that I need to re-examine in my mind from that time. The world was a difficult place. The pandemic, the Black Lives Matter protests, and there was so much around that that made me angry. But I don't regret any of that anger. I don't feel for a second that I shouldn't have been angry because a lot of the time, anger means I care. A lot of the time when my friends will tell me stories about things that have been going on in their lives or things that they've suffered or things that people have done to them. People close to me tell me about things that they've been through that other people have put them through. And I feel a great deal of anger on their behalf. And I think that's right for me to feel. It's good for me to feel that. Anger is a very strong emotion, but strong emotions mean that I'm connected and that I'm connected to things. To me, anger is infinitely better than apathy. I'd rather be angry about things and it tired me out and it exhausted me than not care. Or pretend that I'm not angry about things just because I think it's a negative emotion. I never want anyone to see me as capable of anger or losing my temper because I am. I, I absolutely am. We all are. It's very important that I allow myself to feel the full spectrum of emotions and let myself work through those things without acting on the ones and acting in the situations where I know it's going to be damaging to myself or other people. And that's why anger to me is so specific. It is probably different for a lot of people. For me specifically, I feel anger is the most damaging of the emotions that I feel regularly. And it's been a long, long, long time, a very long time since I lost my temper. And since I said or did anything out of anger that I regretted, which is great. But it's only because I understand this power. I feel the strength of anger and I know the damaging effects it can have. I think a lot of anger, like a bottle of toothpaste, 
if I were to get a fresh chew of toothpaste and squeeze it with both hands, it would feel amazing. And it would be very fun to see this toothpaste go everywhere. But as soon as I'd done it, there'll be a huge amount of regret because I'd have made a mess and there was no way to put the toothpaste back into the tube. In a lot of the situations in my life where I've lost my temper, it's been exactly like that. I'll lose my temper. It feels fantastic to say the thing that I wanted to say, say something cutting, do something that I wouldn't usually do, lose control entirely. And then as soon as I see what the effect of that is, I regret it hugely. And there's no way to take it back. Of course, I'm lucky enough to have very forgiving friends and family who realize that I'm just a human being, not just friends and family. People generally deserve a lot of credit because we all understand that people are capable of anything and nobody is just one thing and everybody is capable of messing up. That being said, I shouldn't have to rely on the kindness and understanding of other people rather than simply recognizing and taking care of the emotions which are my responsibility. And anger is top of that list. It's top of that list because it can be so damaging. Anger isn't a bad thing in itself. It's what I do with it. And so I try to let my anger inform me and guide me the same way that I let my other emotions guide me without letting it be something that ever dominates or controls my actions. It helps very much that obviously that's been something I've been trying to do for a very long time. It helps very much that I try to examine the root causes of my anger. And the main thing that I do when I get angry is slow down. I think a lot of anger management techniques, counting to 10, imagining a different place, it's all about slowing down. Anger is such so fast paced and in a matter of seconds, things can go wrong if we act in anger. Trying to slow those things down for me, is the most valuable thing that someone can do. And it's the thing that works best for me in any situation when I'm angry. I will be angry many more times in my life. I might be angry many more times this week. Hope not, but I might be. It's important to me that I'm under no illusions as to what anger is for me. For me, anger is something that I find difficult to control and makes me into someone that I don't particularly like being. Because of that, I will very, very rarely, if ever, lose my temper. And it's something that I am constantly working on, as I'm constantly working on many things. But something I also feel fortunate to be aware of. As soon as one is aware of something, that's when one can change it. So I'm trying my best to know what anger is and to react accordingly when I feel it. It's a work in progress. So am I. I think that's all I have for today. Thanks so much for listening to me, as always. I really hope that your week is full of happiness. And that when you feel anger, you feel able to slow down. Thank you for being here. And whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a wonderful one.